Okay, we still have time for two more items. The second will be a surprise to nobody on this call. It's the Global Pandemic Treaty. That's what I call it. There may be another word for it. May 22nd, we have 194 nations joining in Geneva, Switzerland at the UN headquarters there to vote whether they're going to implement this horrific global agenda of concerning health, what they call health emergencies. They finished, this is another huge topic. The item itself is 42 pages long. Only a few people have read it in detail and when you do, it's very fuzzy, very fuzzy. But I can tell you this, that at the end of next week, I, I don't know how many right now, who's got it, Lorraine? How many uh, nations are now all in? There's a number, not 194, but a number. Anyway, at the end of next week, they take this vote and there's six more months pending, which brings us near election day in America, where a nation, let's say Australia, says, we're, we're going to pull out. We don't like this. We're going to renege and pull back. So they have an opportunity for six months to change their minds and pull, pull back from this thing. If God, as God's grace is with us, I believe that can happen. Uh, Sue, as we pray as a strategy, maybe not so much next week, um, looks uh, big, bad, and ugly next week, but going forward to the summer months. Just like Roe v. Wade, that we not let go of the battle, but continue to press in until the battle has been won. This global agenda, to me, it's, and forgive me if I'm going out on a limb here, but to me, it looks like a blueprint for the takeover of the Antichrist when his time comes. We're not there because we're here. As long as we're here, he can't take over. Praise God. But there'll be the time of the catching away, and he's in control. And it seems to me, that uh, this blueprint is uh, the beginning of the worldwide takeover. We all lose our freedoms of speech and religion and conscience and instead live under the rule of a vicious dictator. Anyway, I really appreciate your thoughts or information on this treaty because it's so complex. I know that uh, dear Michelle Bachman has written quite a bit about it and weighed in. Frank Gaffney has been speaking about it. Major leaders in our nation are, are talking about it. Nobody is for this treaty. It's very, let me turn this to the audience. I think you all have more information than I do specifically. I just know they're convening May 22nd, which is pretty soon in Geneva, Switzerland. And it's a whole week of discussions and such. Who would like to weigh in on your opinions about this global pandemic treaty that's in front of us. I have a quick question for you, Sarah. Is there a list of the delegates and who do we contact? If you go to the World Prayer Network, uh, they have recordings week by week, or they have two recordings each week. But anyhow, number 130, I understand, has a lot of information probably answering your question. Okay. Uh, uh, Bev, can you help us out with some specifics on this issue, hon? God bless you, Montana. Here she comes, right beside me. <laughs> yeah. No, I think you're correct. You know what you just said and what the request was, that if you listen to World Prayer Network, that's right, isn't it? World Prayer Network, yeah. And that was so much information on that one session. Of course, it's always full of information. But yes. Yeah, that was just excellent. It was long, but it's good. Amen. Could I, could I? We're also being encouraged, exhorted to um, contact your own senators and members of Congress and voice your opinion against signing into this treaty. However, the way it's written, our congressmen have no say-so in, in objecting. They go right around our constitution and go into the global agenda 
loss of sovereignty completely. Also, you may know Biden put in some kind of amendment yesterday that's um, putting teeth into this thing again. So it's the more we get into this, the worse it's looking. But God and our pillar of fire. I think we're right there in front of the evil with uh, the level of facing. Uh, Janet, did you want to speak? Yes, I'd like to speak to this. Can you hear me? Can you make it a little louder? Okay. The WHO would make rules for all in each individual country, and it would not be allowed that they make their own individual rules. And this is all in regard to health, even dental. Tonight, it would be number 135, I think, on the World Prayer Network. They had a spokesperson that spoke about what would happen if this passes. And Biden is the one who wrote the, the, the add-ons, all the 11 of them. He wrote them. And so he is behind this. And I didn't understand fully how it would affect our sovereignty. But this is why, because the WHO would be given the permission to make the rules for all in each individual country, and they would not be allowed to make their own individual rules unique to their own population or what their needs were, and it would be more limiting to, to do anything. So who would see it as a threat if you did anything else that he said, they said we should do? And this includes the United States, but it was written by Biden the amendment. We do have the right to go to our senators and our representatives to speak out loud against it. We have to do it every day. It's really become that necessary because it, it slides to taking over other areas besides health. And that's what she said. She said it just is a slippery slope. And if who is running the world, we're headed for. And, and they no, they don't know what they're doing. The director who comes from, I'm sorry, I think it's Indonesia. I may be completely wrong there, but I know he's a communist, card-carrying uh, communist. And he's the general director or director general of the WHO. So it's a very serious matter. Yeah. Janet, I'm sorry, have something else to say, look? Andrea just put up, yeah. Yeah, the worldcouncilforhealth.com has a lot of information. Also, leohoman.com. That's L-E-O-H-O-H-M-A-N-N.com. He is the journalist who just happened to own this. He, he, he's the only one who, who just happened on it. <laughs> it wasn't being made public. Yeah. Let's go to the nations and ask if, uh, as believers overseas, getting information where you are from, uh, your Christian sources, is there a wake-up call, hopefully around the world? We're waiting to hear what you have to say. Ooh, pretty quiet, Sue. Hi, Hillary. Go ahead. Thank you. Yeah, in intercession, it came out here very clearly. We're crying out for our election here in Canberra, and that we were repenting of our idolatry, of looking to the government, looking to inverted commas healthcare, 
which we saw was more and more death care. I think they're trying to just get euthanasia through the New South Wales Parliament at the moment. And to science, instead of looking to the Lord Jesus Christ. And it was really gut-wrenching, quite honestly. And I just wondered if this was relevant for us all. Because Jesus is our healer. Yeah. Could you please lead us in that exact direction of intercession? Repentance is the beginning of the answer. Um, <clears throat> my people call by the name, etc. So let's go Amen. back to Australia to be this. Thank you, honey. Heavenly Father, we just come before you. We're brokenhearted. To be honest, we went up and stood outside our the porch, between the porch and the altar of our parliament front door. And we cried out, Joel, too that Father, you would show us what you required for you to relent and have mercy. And we recognized, and I speak this out for my dear brothers and sisters in the nations as we stand in the gap for our nations. Father, as a global community, we have got sucked into so many of these deceptions of fear, of this, this story about this global pandemic that was cooked up and we've been so many of us so far from your living word from the bible so disconnected from your holy spirit we've been idolaters we've looked to government we looked to money handouts we've looked to pharmacopoeia vaccinations whatever that we're told that's going to fix it that's going to keep us safe where we're looking for our own comfort and Lord Jesus, we have broken covenant with you. We've broken covenant with you and you're the healer. And what we call healthcare now is legitimizing abortion, the killing of babies, killing, the, killing our old people and the vulnerable. These vaccines and all the money, the mammon driven whole machinery behind it, Father. We come and we repent. This is the Babylonian system that we have opened ourselves to. We've bowed down to it, Father. And even the contemplation of these laws in our governments, we're bowing down to the evil one. And I just cry out that you would do such a revelatory work in the hearts and minds of us, your people. Start with us in Australia, Father God. Do this mighty work to lift the veil. It feels like in the time of Gideon where they were just under this Midianite curse and they couldn't see and they were being plundered. They were being robbed and destroyed. And Father, we cry out to you for your divine intervention. We, I thank you. You gave us the strategy to exalt Jesus Christ and to call forth your redemptive call, your purpose for our nations. And our nations from the South Pacific are to worship you from the dawning light are to give you glory to say, holy is the majestic one, the holy God of Israel. And I pray that for each of my brothers and sisters, this watch, the nations we represent, we can come before you and say, show us what is our redemptive calling. And we're to be part of your Southlands, of your Holy Spirit of truth. And I want to pray for the Holy Spirit of truth in your great majestic fire to come upon us all and our nations in this time of Pentecost, Father God. And in this time of preparing to share the gospel and to go out, that we will be clear 
what the gospel is, that you convict us to repent. You want to cut our hearts with your spirit. You want to bring us to the end of ourselves that we will truly repent. We would believe on you and surrender to your lordship, Lord Jesus Christ. Then we could resist the devil. You want us to be baptized in water. You want us to receive your Holy Spirit and walk in your power that raised Christ from the dead. And that's what we're calling forth into healthcare, resurrection life from the dead, into government. And that, Father, you would be glorified in it all and your name lifted above every other name. I pray for that in Jesus' name. Could I just share one thing? As we were praying and repenting, we were just leaving our parliament house. And this lady pointed out to me, she thought that was a cloud, a bit like a sheep fleece over our parliament. And I thought, oh, thank you, Jesus. Are we going to be a sheep nation? That's our cry on the 14th of May, the, the anniversary of Israel's formation. And I took the photo and I looked at it. And in the photo, there's a beast staring out from that sheep clothing. And it looks like the beast outside the United Nations building in New York, the false symbol of peace. And I just bring that before you. I believe we're dealing with something that's so great, but our God is greater. Yes, yes. I just needed to share that in Jesus' name. We pray in the spirit together as a one-man army. God works through our intercession in his spirit. So uh, I ask Sue to maybe give us maybe three minutes in tongues. Is that okay? Uh, Yes, you can unmute. Okay, I really believe that God was speaking through that. And uh, Sarah, you can pipe in here, but I'll just start out. If you've got a word from the Lord through this, uh, maybe we could just spend a minute speaking that out. Not long prayers, but because I know you have one more thing to show. I just felt like God is going to raise up the voice of truth at this WHO meeting, that there's there are believers in that room. Father, and I pray that the voice of truth would be heard. It would be a clarion sound, and it would be received by even the opposition. Lord, I pray for strength for that person, that voice, that even now, that when they speak up, the voice of truth will be ring a clarion call into that room in Jesus' name, and it will carry wisdom with it in Jesus' name. You're muted, Sarah. This is Dana, and I I was drawn to my notes from the other night when we heard Uh, Claudia, and the question was, who is the who? And I think that this is what we need to tell our representatives, and it seems so strong to me. I bring it forth as a result of that being brought to my attention. But they were created to feed into worldwide policies and regulations 25 years ago, and they have never made any recommendations. I did not know that. And then in 2021, when the the COVID started, they started stepping in about the mask, about the oral cavity being swiped, and that can actually cause mouth and uh, teeth problems. This gal is a, a doctor of dentistry, and it was just really interesting how she used that sliding thing and it's going into other areas. 
And the thing is that they have not had expertise at all. And so, Lord, I ask you in Jesus' name to bring that to the attention of the countries who are coming in to discuss this and also to Biden himself. Wake him up. They don't know enough to even have a vote in Jesus' name. And so, Lord, I ask you in Jesus' name to make the leadership of our country shout this. Give them that. Biden has a bully pulpit. But they do too. And so, Lord, I ask you in Jesus' name to wake up our representatives. Let them do what they were sent there to do by us. For we, the people, are the ones that are the government of this land in Jesus' name. Father, I call forth for the Ecclesia worldwide. I thank you for the birthing of the cry of repentance out of Australia this evening. Such a clear word repenting for so many issues related to the pandemic and beyond and the treaty. Thank you, Father, for the clarity of the folks in Canberra, Australia. Lord, we ask that this call to repentance would reverberate around the globe continually until the deed has been destroyed next week, because the answer comes as we're on our knees asking, again, repentance for our own sins for being deceived by the ways of the world and so many other points that our sister brought to us. So let it not stop here, Father. Let this continue to go around the world. And those of us who carry messages with different ministries represented, Father, I ask that we all go for it and put repentance first and watch this thing collapse in Jesus' name. Thank you. Amen. Okay, we do have one other item. Sue, did you want to move there before we uh, close out? I know we finished right at midnight. Go ahead. Okay, so we'll skip this on. I want to bring this to you now because we don't come in for another month, the third week of June. June, And I think by then, what I'm going to tell you would have come and gone. The president, not the president, the guy downtown anyway, is heading over to Israel sometime in June. And he's getting ready to decree that our nation supports a two-state solution dividing the land of Israel. I'd like to have record with all of you this evening that we don't support dividing the land ever. He's stating that Jerusalem belongs to the Palestinians, not the Jews, for starters. It's just horrible. Blinken, who's our Secretary of State, has already gone to the land and made the statement on the land. When the quote-unquote president makes that statement, then this is high as it goes, as far as it goes. So I am trembling in fear with this pending trip because it is written, if you divide my land, I'll divide yours. I thank you for the nations joined with us this evening because this is hitting America. We are standing the gap. So some of us are just simply decreeing, hallelujah, that he's not gonna make it to Israel. That the pillar of fire or some way, God's gonna stop him and he cannot pursue this course and bring this message to uh, the world. I also, just this is my hunch, okay, but I bet if we go back and check the date two years ago when our president, Donald Trump, went to Israel and Jerusalem and decreed that Jerusalem is the capital of Israel, hallelujah, not Tel Aviv, that was major. It was a major shift um, in the spirit and alignment of truth. If we check the date when our president spoke those words, 
I suspect unless God intervenes that the scallywag is going to try to undo those words and the exact date, probably exact time, place that, that that was brought forth under President Trump. But either way, it's very dangerous for our nation. And I don't know if the other nations are going to line up, but scripture is scripture. And, uh, and, and we're in trouble. We're in trouble. So as we get ready to close, because we do close, uh, my team, got, these folks are like the army. They're so disciplined. One hour, that's it. <laughs> so they have a couple minutes left. Is there somebody on the call? Shanta. Hallelujah. My dear sister helped me organize this tonight in Pennsylvania, Philadelphia. Shanta, yes, would you like Sila. to pray about um, this uh, pending trip by uh, Biden to Israel? Did it not happen? Or however God leads. Thank you, Shanta. Yes, Lord God of Israel, we come before you, O God. You're a mighty God, mighty God. And Father, Israel is your land, and Jerusalem is the apple of your eye, Lord. No man can divide it. Father God, you created this devil, Lord, the Satan. He's a created being. And when Jesus came and died, he defeated him. He took the keys of hell, and he defeated death. So he's a created being, Lord. But we have been created in your image, and you made us procreators, Lord. And so, Father God, you said, Jesus said, that if my people will humble them, no, be united. He wanted his people, his children to be united. So, Father, I call forth all your children, Lord, the watchers, the intercessors, your children, to join together with one voice and to believe that scripture that says, if one can put a thousand to flight, two can put 10,000 to flight. And Lord God, we have about 26 to 27 people on this line today. Oh God, it can be multiplied if you can join together unity. We can stop this triple God. We can come against the devil who's defeated. His victory is lost. He's just pretending. And the thing is, we are the ones giving him the power, but you have already defeated it. So, Father, we pray that, Lord, that you'll put every kind of impediment, Lord, for the strip before Biden and that you would stop him from going and proclaiming, Lord, because that is your land and Jerusalem is your apple of your eye. So we thank you, you're mighty. No one can steal that land from you, no matter how much they try. And no matter how many different plans the devil has, Lord, we, the he that is in us is great, great. And when we join together, Lord, it's multiplied, multiplied. So we thank you, we praise you, we give you all the glory. And we thank you for that song that says that we are the soldiers in your army marching forth into victory at this time, Lord, in unity for war, for spiritual war. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Sarah, Sarah. Who's speaking? Uh, it's Sylvia. Can you hear me? Uh, we have to stop at midnight, huh? Real no, quick. That's okay, Sylvia. Go ahead. Asher and Trotter once said, the destiny of the nation is in the hands of the intercessors. That's right. So we just declare that this destiny of the United States of America is in the hands of the intercessors. It is not in the hands of the leadership of this nation. That's right. Amen. Thank you. Now, I think that my sister Beth is still with us in Montana. Are you there somewhere, Beth? We got 27 people here. Bev, are you there? Okay, I don't see her. So let's go to Colleen Zeiser for the closing prayer. She's in Arkansas. Okay, Sue? 
and we'll see you next month. This has been a great joy and a blessing. I, I just wanted to uh, put a heads up for people who may be interested. 6 a.m. Pacific time, Saturday, 4 p.m. Jerusalem time, Saturday. We are going to have a situation room led by physicians, and we're going to be uh, focusing on prayer for the WHO meeting. Wonderful. So, It'll be 9 a.m. Eastern. It'll be 9 a.m. Eastern and 6 a.m. Pacific time on this line. So it'll be led by a group of physicians from across the nations. And this opportunity is so precious each month. We can't thank you enough. The nation. Oh, we thank you. Thank you for you guys. We really heard nuts and bolts with what's going on in Washington D.C. tonight. Now I've lost. Is Colleen there? Hello, Colleen. Yes. Okay. Closing prayer with Colleen. Zeiser. I don't see her, but I think she's here. Thank you. Is Colleen there? Yes, she's on. You need to unmute, though. Um, can you hear me? Can yes. you hear me? Thank you, love. Yeah, yeah, I have come on and off. I've been connected and disconnected. Did you want me to pray, Sarah? Closing prayer, honey. Closing prayer. Okay. Lord Jesus, we just want to give you great thanks and praise. You are the King of kings and the Lord of lords. You are the majesty holy. Are you, Lord? And we thank you for this, this precious time because your Holy Spirit engineered all these prayers and brought them forth. And we know that you are, you are working forth your plan upon this earth. And so we thank you for that. I thank you for every person on this prayer and every group or country or whatever that they represent that God, your spirit will just permeate through and bring forth your life and your will and your way in all of it, Lord. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you because you are the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords and we are seated on the throne with you and all things are under our feet and under your feet and we're above and not below. And we come with great faith and joy in Thank you, Sarah. Thank you. Thank you for your work and your steadfast stance there in Washington, D.C. Let's unmute. God bless you all. Man, bless you. God bless you, everybody.